Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new monthly edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes today. American Funds Distributors, Inc. The less your business spends, the more margin you keep. But today, everything costs more. So smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one proven platform, helping you reduce IT costs, maintenance costs, and manual errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com earnings right now. NetSuite.com earnings. It can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. As we have been discussing this morning, three regional Fed presidents have reiterated in separate remarks today that curbing inflation is their top priority. Joining us now more... I beg your pardon. To discuss this more, we have Steve Matthews, Bloomberg economics reporter. So, Steve, just to set the scene, summarise the tone for us from uh, John Williams, Thomas Barkin and Raphael Bostic. Well, the the tone, as you suggest, is very much, you know, the same from all of them. They're basically echoing what uh, Fed Chair, the uh, Fed Chair Jerome Powell said on Friday at uh, the Jackson Hole conference which is that they're going to do whatever it takes to to reduce inflation. And if it causes some pain, they're okay with that. And if it causes, you know, a period of uh, below-trend economic growth, they're okay with that. And, and, you know, while you sometimes hear Fed presidents talk and, you know, there's a lot of discussion from Fed watchers about, okay, there's a dovish wing that's worried about employment and there's a hawkish wing that's worried more about inflation. Right now, it's really hard to separate the hawks from the doves because everybody is pretty hawkish and everybody is pretty united in, in behind uh, the uh, the chairman. And so, you know, we continue to raise rates and, and that kind of sets the stage for September. Yeah, and it, it seems tempting to think that the bears are going to win this battle in the equity market. And the reason is, is that, you know, the Fed is is kind of defending its manhood here and, and really is is going to stay higher for longer. They've told us that and they've rammed it home. But they've also admitted that there's a lag effect to raising interest rates. And so really this process puts us in a position of, of just giving up on any hope of threading the needle. They're not going to be nuanced. They're not going to be able to be nuanced about this and try to achieve a soft landing. It's going to go. It's going to be a hard landing. So be it. Well, I, I, th- I think that's right. Although I, I think Neil Kashkari's comments uh, yesterday in the uh, podcast with uh, with uh, the Odd Lots uh, crew uh, was really interesting, but perhaps misinterpreted. I think that you know I don't think that the Fed is definitely trying to lower stock prices. What they're trying to do is to have the investment community aligned with their view of what's going to happen with rates. And what they saw in July was, you know, the, the investment community was saying the Fed is pivoting. The Fed's going to cut rates in, in uh, early next year, or, or some, some folks were saying as, as early as the first half of next year. And they're still 
rate cuts that uh, the markets are pricing in for next year, and they are pushing back against that. They don't I take that to, point, to, Steve. I take that point completely. I, I don't think that it really addresses what I said, which is basically that you know we're going to we're going to have to go through a lot of pain here because the the Fed is telling you it, it can't afford to be nuanced. That, that that is correct, and they are willing to take some pain. Uh, you know, at least publicly, uh, for example, the Richmond Fed president was saying was was asked about recession and, you know, the risk of recession. He said, yeah, there's a risk of recession. He said, but that's we're not focused on that. We're focused on inflation. And, you know, we're not trying to raise the unemployment rate. We're just trying to lower the inflation rate. And, and he may be, uh, you know, perhaps uh, being diplomatic. But that's kind of the view from a lot of the Fed folks is that the goal is not really to raise the unemployment rate. It's to reduce inflation, uh, and they're not necessarily the same thing. Maybe it will be required that that unemployment has to go up, but they're not willing to concede that that's the only way it's going to happen. Yeah, nuance aside, though, the market is still going to try and play the usual game uh, of guessing what the next move is going to be, 50 or 75, uh, at the next meeting in September 20. What, what are the odds saying at the moment? Well, the odds of the markets are saying 75 is the is the high likelihood. It was interesting, you know, if you're looking for some good news out of the Fed talk today, uh, Raphael Bostic was saying, mm. if we get good inflation news, maybe we'll go less than 75. <laughs> So, you know, and uh, for that matter, the Richmond Fed President Barkin was saying, uh, you know, he's not going to prejudge the meeting. It's all dependent on the data. We'll get uh, employment reports uh, on Friday. In two weeks, we get CPI. Those are the two reports that are really going to matter. Yeah, it is really interesting, Steve. Uh, I think we probably can sneak this in. Do we need three prints in a row? Is that what we need from the Fed? Uh, in terms of slowing growth, I think that, y- y- you know, you'll definitely need several good inflation reports in a row before they're going to yeah. start to, to, you know, ease To at least much. soften the language or something, yeah. <laughs> yeah, to blink a little. Um, and who knows how they'll present that. Uh, Steve, great stuff. Thank you very much for joining us. Steve Matthews, Bloomberg Economics Reporter. You know, it can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. Invisible struggles like stress and burnout, caregiving for a loved one, or being misunderstood. But insight, awareness, and empathy will help us better see the issues they're dealing with. And that can make us and our companies healthier, too. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal wherever you get your podcasts. And watch on Bloomberg Originals, Bloomberg Television, or BTV+.